Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, so this one's going to be a little bit different. We are at the end of 2018, and so I thought we would do a podcast recap of 2018 because what an incredible, crazy year it has been. So with that being said, this will be a different kind of living your life with Leanne Lang today. Uh, And I just want to remind people, the podcast has been made possible. Extension Marketing has been phenomenal in letting me use the studios and having the resources and having Veronica, who is always on the other side of the glass when I'm doing the podcast. And if you have an opportunity, please check out their website, extensionmarketing.com. Great way for you to be able to find information, especially when you're looking to break through and to market your product and your services. He's done a great job with so many businesses here. It has been overwhelming and I want to say thank you right off the top as I'm about to head into this recap to be able to say thank you for listening and for sharing. This podcast has gone from iTunes to Google to CastBox to uh, TuneIn uh, and we are now on Spotify and on uh, Stitcher. So it is growing. We are reaching different audiences and always nice to see two people who just want to be able to watch the uh, segments on YouTube as well. Please like and share and comment. It is the only way uh, that we're able to see the podcast grow. And this podcast has been amazing. Fresh off of my 20-year career in broadcast television, I knew that I wanted to have the opportunity to interview some of my favorite guests for a longer format. Um, And so that was really the creation of this. Like on the morning show, I was given anywhere between four to six minutes, usually between four and five minutes, to be honest, uh, to be able to interview these guests and to be able to have their message come across. And So often, I felt like they were cheated out of the good stuff, like the stuff, the real, the why it really mattered, like why it was important to have these interviews. And so I must admit, like starting to book in these guests, I had a wish list of all these favorite guests that I have to be able to come on the onto the podcast. Um, and I just realized I had these great connections and these real great relationships that I'd built over the years, the years. And so it was pretty easy to start booking in my guests for the podcast. Now, for those of you who have been listening, we've done 46 episodes and you know that the guests have been very varied uh, from information to doctors to inspirational stories uh, and it has been a very eclectic group of guests and so I thought I'd take this opportunity for those of you just learning about the podcast to get a feel for what some of the topics have been some of the stories some of the insights Um, and if you were checked in early you've listened and heard a lot of them but for those of you who are just joining in and learning about the podcast I thought I'd be able to share some of that with you. So here we go. Dr. Murphy was my first guest. We figured, uh, let's make this transition easy for me for my first podcast ever. And Dr. Murphy was a guest that I had been interviewing for years on the morning show on CTV Morning Live as part of the Ask the Expert segment. Uh, And so we had years of material to work with. In fact, he had so much material from the time that we worked on these segments that he was actually able to write a book. So we managed uh, in that first podcast to be able to get in some great topics and insights into how chiropractic care is shifting and how it's going beyond just that spinal adjustment. It um, had a lot of information and he was very adamant about getting to the root cause of the pain and shifting people's perspe- uh, perception of exactly what it is that chiropractors do. So he was great to be able to launch into my first one. Tosca Reno was my second guest and OMG, I cannot believe how uh, the story it was for her to just get here to be able to tape the podcast. She drove through a massive like massive blizzard just to get here. Like it was, it ended up being like a 15 hour journey and she lives it in Caledon, so outside of Toronto. And, and I love the fact that she did this. She pulled off the highway. She checked into a motel because she couldn't handle being in the car for one more second. And I owed her big time for being able to come in. Uh, Tosca is the creator of the Eat Clean Revolution. She is a 14 time New York Times bestselling author. Uh, and at one point, her and her husband had like this empire. They literally ruled the fitness industry here in Canada. Um, Um, And it wasn't always the case that she was this fitness buff because as Tuska describes herself, she says that she was obese in her early, for most of her life and into her early uh, 40s. Her life transformation is completely remarkable. 
and it's heartbreaking, and it's inspiring. So not only do we break down her story, but she also adds valuable information about the tools used, her health, wellness, her eating clean tips, her eating raw, the reality of sugars, and so, so much more. She continues to be the most listened to podcast. So podcast number two and the guest, uh, people are still tuning in. And I also just want to make a note that she's also one of my experts on the Leanne and Friends Awaken a Better You wellness cruise. So she was the first person I asked, and she was the first person who said yes and we have been building it from there. That brings me to episode three and sleep. Now, this was a critical one for me just a month or two out of my 3.30 a.m. wake-up call, which totally took its toll on me. And I would often have Andrew Holmes on the show. And while I love the information he always provided when he was on the show, it left me more stressed knowing everything he recommended were things that I was incapable of doing, especially when I had like maybe five hours of sleep total to work with. So it was great to have him on. We talk a lot about sleep aids and the natural things that we can do to help fall asleep and stay asleep. But sleep apnea became the main focus as so many people suffer from it and are at risk for many more ailments because of it. So there have been significant changes to the test and to the products which help. And Andrew breaks that down for us. He's with the sleep efficiency. And so we talk about some of his amazing success stories and how people are shifting and fixing their problems. So if sleep apnea is something that you are dealing with, episode three, definitely something you want to listen to. Kent McLeod, the founder of Nutricam, was in as guest number four. He came with ammunition and like a ton of ammunition, information and passion for helping people get better. As a pharmacist, his main objective is actually to get people off medication. So we talk a lot about the idea of de-prescribing medication, a variety of popular medications that are being over-prescribed and getting to the root cause of the problem. He reveals some scary statistics of what's happening with kids and mental health and ADHD and pregnancies and the list goes on. Uh, It definitely had me second guessing the things that were in my medicine cabinet but loved his ideas and his thought process about how we can help ourselves be better. And so really enjoyed having him on for episode four. My good friends, Aaron and Chris Phillips joined me for episode five. Now, Chris being a former NHL player uh, and the foundation of the Ottawa Senators team for more than 20 years uh, and his wife, Aaron, who has been by his side through all of it. And while at the same time, she had her own passions uh, in nutrition and writing cookbooks and then becoming a real estate agent uh, and keeping the family functioning. So you add in the big rig brew to all of that Uh, and you're really dealing with organized chaos um, with so many things on the go. Uh, But their partnership works, and they open up about the reality of life in the NHL, the family time, the process of his retirement, what he went through, uh, and also in finding new passion when you walk away from one career and move on to the next. So really enjoyed having them on. Food specialist Corey Keeley was next. Corey and Aaron actually had written that cookbook, the uh, the. The cookbook that they had for sports families. So it was interesting to follow Aaron with Corey. Um, Corey, I should also mention, is also one of the experts on my wellness cruise. And I have to say, I learned how to cook through Corey uh, in all of the segments that we did on CTV Morning Live. Uh, like many people, she juggled a very busy household, three kids at home, competitive hockey players, and keeping them all well fed. She herself had massive food intolerances, and we talk about her creative side in the kitchen, creating products like Energive, which you can see and find uh, on any given grocery short stealth shelf especially farm boy came on board so she has a great story and shares a number of kitchen tips the must-have gadgets and the items that everyone should have on hand to be able to whip up a meal and things that you should always have in your cupboard and in your fridge at all times so i really enjoyed that one mayor jim watson was guest number seven and i am incredibly grateful for the time that he saved for me to help me launch the podcast jim and i had worked together while he had a very short stint working in media and i always found him to be incredibly genuine and well-meaning I've often said that he is married to the job and he loves what he does, attending more than a dozen events on any given Saturday or Sunday. His schedule would have any health professional scratching their head. But he does manage to perfect it as best as he can. So we discuss his sweet tooth, and he's the first to admit that he's far from perfect. But we discuss the political aspect of putting health and wellness at the forefront with funding and recreational facilities and programs, as well as investing in helping fund and support our Canadian athletes. So having the mayor on was great, but he had a number of different stories and a number of different perspectives of his own health and wellness, but that of what they're trying to create uh, through government and funding and for our athletes. That brings us to Zoe Shelley, who uh, everyone nicknamed the episode Wonder Woman. Zoe is actually the wife of NAC conductor Alexander Shelley. 
Uh, but she herself has a wonderful background in the arts and in sports and being raised by what she calls a tiger mom. So Zoe followed the path she thought she was meant to be on with her music and her education, but soon realized her passion led elsewhere. And she shifted her life to personal training and the development of others. Now, this is where the story gets really interesting because she was then recruited uh, for a movie that she didn't know what it was for or what she was doing. So she was recruited and she auditioned and she started training and then later found out that she was training to become an Amazon in the Hollywood blockbuster movie Wonder Woman. So I was completely enthralled by her story and what goes on behind the scenes for movies of this magnitude because she had to give up pretty much a year of her life for this experience. So it gave me a new uh, appreciation for movie making but more importantly the excruciating training that so many of these young women went through to become Amazon warriors. So if you like Hollywood, if you like movies, if you like kind of the the cool story of what happens behind the scenes, um, Zoe's was really a ton of fun. Plus she has the British accent So it just made listening to her all that much more fun. Uh, speaking of getting into shape and knowing how to do it, my next podcast was with a CU Fit personal training founder, Connie Bolu. So if you're into personal training or interested in a job in this field, then this podcast would actually be a great learning tool because ta- uh, Connie discusses the fitness industry, how it's changing, uh, the background of trainers, the certification. So she talks about also the need for more education and more certification, especially in the big box gyms and especially as the industry is changing. It's changing because we talk about the influence of social media and influencers who have training programs and ideas and exercises through their platforms and through online programs. So it is a shifting industry with so much information coming to people from everywhere. And it's kind of how to be able to maneuver yourself through all of the information. Uh, She talks about the very personal relationship that people need to have in the investment in choosing the right trainer and choosing who it is for you. Because at one point, sometimes it becomes like a therapy session. I mean, the relationship that you have. So that was part of this um, segment. And it was great to be able to see her again because we did so many Today's the Day, which was one of the health and fitness segments that I had done while working on A Morning. So it was nice to reconnect with her. Also, a frequent contributor on my Today's the Day segment was Dr. Natalie Beauchamp. Uh, if you ever want to st- understand just how much one person can get done in a day, then you need to check out Dr. Beauchamp and her lifestyle. She runs a massive chiropractic office in the east end of the city, but also launched her own podcast. She is influenced by her podcast by her newest book, which is called Hack Your Health Habits. The book itself could make up a podcast every day for a year, just based on like chapter by chapter. Um, It has an overwhelming amount of information for every aspect of your life. I actually more compare it to an encyclopedia because she brought the book in when we were doing the podcast and I couldn't believe the amount of information that was in there. So the book is like an encyclopedia. It's fascinating, but it's really about the journey and the passion for helping others. And we break down from the book every possible thing you can think of. Diet, exercise, breaking the habits, how to break your habits, um, smoking, like anything you can think of, it's in the book and we tried to get to as much of it in the podcast. So my first Olympian uh, joined me for episode 11 and that was curler Lisa Weagle. And it was a pleasure to have her talking with us and talking about what it was like growing up and growing into her role on Team Homan. Uh, we talk about the sport of curling, understanding how the game works, the teamwork and the concept of each role that each uh, athlete plays. The sport itself has gone through a massive transition from the beer field curling rinks when everyone just went to the briar or to curl and all you did was drink while you curled uh, to it much to the transition of it being much more an athletic game now and how athletic training is now required so I loved how honestly so was about sharing the Olympic journey uh, the preparation and also where things fell apart because it wasn't the Olympic um, dream that they had hoped for at the time she had some great stories about the roles that they each take when they're off the ice like skip uh, Rachel Homan flipping eggs for the team just hours before they stepped out onto the ice. So um, it was an interesting story to, to understand how the team functions uh, on a day-to-day basis and how they've actually grown up together. Uh, by the way, they're back on the world stage again and they are competing and they are doing amazing. So this is still a continuous team uh, that is dominating on the world stage. A personal approach to nutrition was next with nutritionist Rachel Cavan. I had uh, interviewed Rachel dozens of times on CTV Morning Live and made a number of health choices based on the information from those segments. She has some great tips and a realistic look at what people can do to shift their way of eating. She was profoundly honest in her life experience and her personal heartbreaks. In fact, I think my jaw dropped within the first five minutes of that podcast. And I've had a lot of people say... um, 
they couldn't believe uh, that this could happen to this young woman. They're like, she's beautiful. She's all these things. I loved her podcast, but she's incredibly raw and honest. And it made her uh, very real and very much, I think, what people needed as a reference to know that what they know they should be doing and what they can't always do, they kind of sometimes go hand in hand. So she breaks down her own information and then we get into the real information to pass on which is how to break down label reading understanding ingredients fats sugars and everything in between um and there is a definite reason why she continues to be one of the most downloaded podcasts for living your life with leanne lang blazing her own trail is a podcast dedicated to my mom my mom was a guest on my podcast and i actually i loved having her on so my not my mom who's now closing in on 70 was a trailblazer 45 plus years ago, getting on board health, fitness, and entrepreneurship back then. She created the Nepean Corona School of Gymnastics out of a high school gym, and it's now one of the biggest training facilities in the country. She has a staff of about 80, with about 2,000 kids coming through the club. But she talks about life as a coach, developing athletes at all levels, and especially at the national level. She talks about the psychology of coaching and the relationship of a coach and an athlete, also coaches and parents and parent and child. We also hit on the fact that my mom was, in fact, my own coach, which did require a ton of work with sports psychologists to be able to balance that relationship as my mom made me into the athlete that I was, but also um, as my mother as well. So it was a tender and very honest look. And um, I was really into the podcast and really enjoyed learning stories about my mom, which I thought I knew, but gave me a different perspective. So that episode was called A Blazing uh, Your Own Trail. Everyday battle for the everyday hero with Jody Mitic. And oh my God, I think this is when swearing became part of my podcast. I think that was the in- first introduction into swearing on, on the show. Uh, author, war hero, double amputee, reality TV star, and politician. And it went off the rails within the first two minutes of the podcast. But it took us on a really fun, crazy roller coaster ride. Uh, we talk PTSD and love and failure and addiction, painkillers, his own private hell, his public life, uh, and the list goes on. So we are definitely in need of a follow-up for this one, but um, definitely opened my eyes up to um, factors of what soldiers go through about life, about the politics behind it, about moving forward, and about dealing uh, with PTSD, which wasn't just for him, but also for his, his former wife, Alana, as well. So I had a different perspective on some of the stories that I publicly knew, but getting it from his uh, perspective. Um, I find that interesting. I don't know. After Jody, I went straight for the etiquette expert. Maybe I just needed to kind of balance things out. But Julie Blake Como, a very familiar guest of mine from the morning show. And I will admit that there isn't one formal event that I attend where I don't hear her voice in my head. So this podcast is not only it's not about table manners and being polite and writing thank you cards, but rather about one's personal branding and how they want themselves to appear in all aspects of their lives. So we talk about moving forward in our lives, whether it's with post-secondary education, but with job interviews and speaking functions and social functions. though. So she had a lot of little tricks and tidbits about putting your best foot forward. So don't think we're talking tea and raising up your little pinky finger. This is really about your own personal branding and how socially you want to be able to represent yourself. I haven't actually ever talked this much. <laughs> so this is what my guests go through when I keep them talking. No wonder they all need water. There's a lot of talking going on. Okay, so we are now uh, at the episode with David Siegel, who is the founder of David's Tea. Uh, if you ever wanted to start a small business or wanted to understand the entrepreneurial mindset, this would be a fantastic listen. It's almost like you're sitting in an amazing lecture from a guest professor. He talks about the creation of David's Tea, the industry, the trials and tribulations, the market growth, the success, and his eventual departure from a company that he created. So there are some incredible twists and turns that you don't anticipate and some honest reflection about learning on the job. Uh, His passion for building business also seems to relate with health and fitness as well because his next project had him opening uh, a storefront and a restaurant called Mad Radish. And since the podcast opened, more stores in Ottawa have already been settled in and he's expanded Mad Radish into Toronto. He actually anticipates that Mad Radish will actually be bigger one day than David's Tea. Um, So we talk a lot about um, menu creation and uh, creating food on the go, healthy food, uh, people's choices. And so that really became part of the podcast, but really a great 
look at life from an entrepreneurial mindset. Overcoming obstacles and breaking down barriers uh, with Mark Hadfield, that was next. And he tells this story um, about having a dream and for people thinking that your dream is completely crazy and you got to be out of your mind. So like a Canadian kid hoping to play in the NFL one day, uh, overlooked by absolutely everyone every time he was on the field. So he talks about making a silent vow to do something and the aspect of actually saying it out loud, breathing it out loud, and telling somebody that he had this goal. So Mark shares his story and his journey to the NFL. I'm going to skip forward and say that he actually does make it, but it's a really interesting story about roadblocks and obstacles um, and chasing your dreams and never giving up on your dreams and realizing that um, sometimes you just need to create a very different path as how you thought you'd get from A to B or A to Z. I appreciated the podcast with Mark, and I also appreciated the fact that he was actually the first podcast that I had ever done uh, when I left the show. He was the first person that I actually sat down with, and he confirmed with me and confirmed what I wanted to do that after I finished doing that podcast, I knew that having my own podcast was something I definitely wanted to do. So it was a great learning uh, process for me, and I really liked the time we had together. Mia St. Obey, the creator of Parliament Hill Boot Camp, which is now called Move Camp, made it into the studios just prior to the launch of the summer season. So if you've ever driven by Parliament Hill on a Thursday during the summer months, you would see hundreds of people out getting in their workout uh, at the lunch hour. The concept has actually now launched itself across Canada. Mia is also a former elite track and field athlete. She's also a cancer survivor. Uh, She's launched a number of programs for clients uh, online and has the energy that you would hope for in any personal trainer. But it actually wasn't all that rosy for her. She battled some serious depression and anxiety while she was building her brand. And so she kind of shares a lot more than what you publicly see of her when she's out motivating everybody out on the public lands and landmarks of, of Canadian soil. We headed to the gridiron next, the touchdown and fumbles of a coach's life. So this was my one-on-one with Red Blacks head coach, Rick Campbell. He was fun and heartwarming and no joke, by the end of our podcast, we both felt like we had been through a therapy session. Uh, coaching a professional sports team is not an easy task and it takes its toll on everyone around you. So Coach Campbell grew up around the game of football uh, and understood the life that he was getting into. Um, so you never quite are able to feel secure at, or at home. Um, And I think he's done a remarkable job at kind of accepting that, but he's done a remarkable job in building the franchise and helping the Red Blacks reach the status that they have, winning a Grey Cup, earning consecutive trips to the Grey Cup, and just in the couple first couple of years of the franchise. So we talk about the game and the process, managing personalities of the reality of many of the players. They all have very different backgrounds, uh, and and some of the things that you may not understand about how these players are coming into the game. This is not, by the way, about game strategy or a quarterback controversy or you know draft day and this is really about seeing the game from a very different perspective Dr. Paul shifted us back to the medical world and into children's health. Uh, He is one of the lead pediatricians in the province, and he's worked and studied for a number of Ivy League schools, creative massive health uh, public health protocols, and has been a leader in communication for health programs in Ontario. He was a fun of he was a ton of fun to listen to. Actually, I had done years and years of interviews with him with the Ask Dr. Paul and and Paging Dr. Paul, um, but he was a lot of fun because he had a background that was so far fetched from where he ended up. He was a rocker like he was a musician a producer and he lived this rock and roll lifestyle and he played music while at the same at the same time studied to become a doctor and he worked with some famous musicians and has treated some of the smallest creatures so it's really interesting to see how he felt that his creative background his music background made him the doctor made him the um the creator of so many of these programs because of the two so it was a, a background that you would never anticipate, especially when you look at him or see him. Like you, you don't see this rock and roller. You do see this pediatrician, but uh, it really, really cool. Um, he has made uh, a number of different. Uh, there's been so much progress in terms of um, inoculations and uh, in uh, children's school programs and getting them uh, the right medicine. So he has done so much work on that side of things, and it does give you an appreciation for how the system moves forward uh, and how it's trying to improve everyone's chance at a healthy life. So as I'm going through this checklist, I realize I've managed to bring in people who can help us maintain healthier lifestyles and also maybe even healthier homes. So if you're looking for tricks and tips on cleaning your home, where to invest, things you're overlooking in this very interesting time, this was a fun chat with Molly Maid. So I learned a ton in this session and I also freaked myself out a little bit just knowing that I think I have a clean house, but 
um, that I was failing drastically on certain things. So I'm going to ask you this question. How often do you clean your pillow? Your pillows around the house? Uh, I will let you listen to the podcast for the answer to this one. It shocked me. I feel like I feel bad for anyone who slept in my house over the last 27 years, but this was uh, interesting and little tidbits on on kind of what products to use to be able to help kind of get some of the gringe and the grunge and the stains and everything out. So it's a, it's a lighter one, but definitely had some interesting information. How Food Influences Our Lives with Holistic Nutritionist Natasha Vildov was great. She's the lead educator with Natural Food Pantry and had some crazy stories about growing up with some serious food issues herself and some intolerances and how liberating it is when you finally figure it all out. So had some great information about how foods can be healing and how to incorporate some of them into your own medicine, like onions on your chest, garlic in your ears. Uh, she had some really fun tricks. Uh, and you can pick up a food and she can honestly figure out how best to use it. So we dive into digestive health, into supplements, into organic foods, and the list goes on. So that is uh, how food influences our lives with um, Natasha Villeneuve. Losing more than an Olympic dream was a pretty tough one. Lisa Curry Lowitz uh, takes us through a heartbreaking end to her downhill freestyle ski career. She was once a superstar on the World Cup circuit, uh, but Elisa found herself missing out on an Olympic spot by one point. Now, her failure to qualify to the Olympics as one of the top prospects began a very scary downhill slide. She talks about the downward spiral and eventually hitting rock bottom in both her physical and her mental health. Uh, and she is an incredibly beautiful person on the inside and out. So we travel through her story and honestly, she emerges as this beautiful butterfly, but it makes you like really root for her and it makes you understand the ups and the downs of what athletes go through and how much pressure is put on yourselves. But she has done so much more since kind of, coming out of her cocoon. Did I say that right? Cocoon? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so this will resonate with so many people and you don't need to be an elite athlete to see your own parallels in this story. Um, and if you're in need for a little push for these days, a little kind of inspiration, this podcast might be your ticket to that. And if you thought that story had a ton of it, then let me bring you to the next guest, guest which was Sarah Roberts. Her podcast was titled The Many Faces of Addiction. Now, Sarah was a very high-functioning alcoholic. Uh, it actually ran in the family. Uh, and it was also a disaster in the making. So Sarah talks about finding sobriety. Uh, but with it, she takes on the reality of addiction that come in many other forms, like sugar. So Sarah is the author of the 28-Day Kick the Sugar Habit Challenge. And so by the mid-podcast, she's referencing at some point that we're all actually addicted to something, alcohol, drugs, smoking, shopping, gambling, sugar, relationships, that we all seem to have some tendency within us. And so this was a massive wake-up call on so many different levels and how people maybe move from one addiction to another. And she really hits on the solutions to be able to kind of gain perspective on all of it. So especially eye-opening, uh, especially on the food industry, on our feeding our addictions and on beating that sugar habit. So a mixture of absolutely everything in that podcast. Then we move on to hormones. Now, don't run uh, and really don't run because so many of us need to be hearing the information uh, and we had a ton of interest for this one uh, coming from naturopathic doctor uh, from NutriChem, Dr. Tanya Manikam. Hormones front and center these days as we tackle other topics head on. So both men and women battling different ailments when our hormones are out of whack and you don't actually need to feel this crazy, this out of balance. We can figure out a way to be able to figure out where your hormones are at because at this point... You could be sick or run down or moody or not sexually interested or depressed or anxious or gaining weight or you're losing hair and the list goes on and so many of these factors could actually be kind of narrowed down to certain hormones that are out of whack. And so this one, uh, a lot of people resonated with and were looking for additional information. I know that NutriChem was saying that their phones were kind of ringing off the hook of people wanting to get more information and get some testing does to be able to see their hormone levels. So that's something that you might be interested in doing. Great things come in small packages. Player, coach, and trainer Pat Woodcock joined me for this one. He too, by the way, is on my wellness cruise. So now I've got like three of those experts uh, already mentioned. I love his everyday presence and just his outlook on life. If you follow him on Instagram, it's like daily inspiration to get you up and moving. He's a former NFL player. He's a CFL all-star, a Grey Cup winner, and he's also the founder of the Elite Performance Academy. He's just an all-around really good family guy. He also breaks down the differences on how we train as elite athletes to what he does for his 6 a.m. boot camp with all of his working moms and and with his, you know, his older demographic of clients. So this 
this is an easy one to listen to. You can take the information you need from it. Um, and especially, by the way, if you're told that you're too small for the game. He's like, the, he really is this powerhouse in this tiny package. So really like that. The Girl on Fire. This is a miracle recovery with Hannah Engel. She was the first interview I'd ever done with someone who'd actually had a real life and death experience. This wasn't a flash before your eyes experience either. Hannah suffered major burns in a fire accident, which left her with burns over much of her body and landed her in a coma for a month. She talks about the night of the accident, the reality of knowing that she was fully engulfed in flames, the memories she has from being in the coma, uh, and her waking up to a very new and painful reality. So there are tears and moments of genuine awe. There's a connection to the spiritual world in this one too, and the power of healing thoughts. So... They had begun to plan a funeral for her and instead Hannah is alive and she's thriving and she's teaching us much more about appreciation, uh, especially for the bodies that we come in uh, and understanding what we've got and what we have to work with. And uh, she was a remarkable young woman and she's doing really well. And I think what was really special too is she offered us, um, as many people, if you are getting my newsletter because I do updates every week, she shared some of the images uh, from uh, her time in the hospital and in the burn unit and you would never recognize that it is that it is a human being on that bed and to see the recovery and how the surgeries and how, what she went through so there was a lot of detail and I think it just um, it gave people a very different appreciation so really enjoyed that one the girl on fire a miracle recovery then we had a um, money coach Judith Kane who was in talking about financial health and our outlook on money and don't think you're getting off this one pretty easy. Like if you're talking dating, you got to ask the financial questions. If you're raising kids, you got to start teaching them young. So you have a secret shopping addiction or you're still owing money from your university days or you might be living a little gambling on the side. Money affects our relationships. It is a fact. And Judith has some great tools to be able to help guide you along from those that are just starting kind of their new marital bliss and kind of planning the right way and looking ahead to retirement. So it was the, a financial health outlook with that one. I love the next one, and that was with NAC conductor Alexander Shelley. I mentioned I had Zoe on earlier, but he talks about passion and preparation as the critical components for success. So his story of growing up with two very famous concert pianists in London is really quite remarkable. I mean, who grows up with five grand pianos in their house? Like, it, it was just like mind-blowing. It was like out of a movie. I literally wanted to crawl into his childhood and experience what that must have been like. But he teaches us about the world of classical music and what we can take with it. He compares the life of a, of a musician to that of the life of an athlete in terms of the years of training and the competitions and the preparation to be able to play at the highest level. I loved his outlook on preparation and how it's critical for success for any path that you are choosing to be on. Uh, and he also opens us up to understanding the m music and composers and what you can take from listening to a, com like a piece of music. Uh, and I saw, thought it was really, really interesting. So it had a number of different outlets for you in that podcast. And it gave me a new appreciation if you're ever at the NAC or watch your conductor. Uh, it's like watching a coach on the sidelines. You, you get a different perspective of what it is that they're going through and how they've had to study and prepare for it. Burnout was the next topic. It's uh, almost like the new normal. It's like a new word that we hear from so many people. But my podcast with Dr. Christy Lewis talks exactly about this and why so many people are ending up in doctor's offices burnt out. She would know. She actually went through it herself. And so Dr. Lewis called uh, after the podcast aired and she said she had calls coming in from so many people uh, that we're identifying with so many of the things that we talked about in the world of um, burnout. So if, if this is something that you think you're dealing with, listen to the podcast. She had some great tips as well. Then we move to safety in a digital age. This is with former Canadian spy Adam Nizrella, who uh, came in for the visit. And don't worry, he didn't have a smartphone on, on him. He just had a flip phone because he knows more than we do. And he's like, I'm not carrying one of those things around. So just the flip phone, you know, when you press all those buttons to be able to type in a letter. Uh, we talk about personal privacy. We talk about hacking, uh, self-defense, what everyone should know how to protect themselves. Uh, we talk about home safety, how we're driving to work, past that we're taking, uh, especially uh, self-defense for girls on campuses, uh, people out at bars. And so we kind of hit on a bit of everything. And it was nice to have Adam in. He was actually my boxing trainer for so much time. He was a guest on the show. We met. I loved his attitude. He was like, Do you, I wanted to spar. He did some boxing with me. So it was interesting uh, that he had a number of different tips, but really looking at it from personal uh, safety uh, and the things you need to be on the lookout for. 
We talk our medical system with uh, Shanjay Shah uh, and the exec health team next. As many of us are trying to maneuver our way around the medical system, which we're lucky to have here in Canada, there are ways to be able to give yourself a better chance of getting referrals and appointments without waiting months for that callback. So we talk a lot about preventative health care and how many patients are looking for indicators um, early to monitor their own health. The experience of having uh, a two-day physical like is amazing that you're going in for two days to be able to test your blood and you're like every single test you can think of they're doing but it gives you a starting point it gives you like the role like what you're going to be dealing with uh and it seemed like more and more canadians are opting for this in terms of their preventative health is understanding their starting points and being able to monitor things from there then we had strong mind lean body tony greco joined me next he is actually one of the most popular guests with listeners that are sticking through the entire podcast so he made his name in the fitness industry but there are many layers to tony who now has the book out on his shelf um talks about his journey uh talks about um you know his martial arts and being bullied and so it takes you on an interesting tour but also as we get into that we talk about nutrition his training the difference between how people are training and working out how different it is for him training his NHL hockey players to the people that are coming in for the lean and fit classes the creation of the lean and fit do you remember the kickboxing craze so we pretty much hit on a number of those um, aspects then we go into uh, stepping out of our comfort zone and into the ring. This was something a little bit different for me because it was more talking about an event that was underway and this was the fight for a cure, which for the first time had two female boxers that were actually going head to head, who, by the way, also happened to be best friends. I was actually approached to fight in this and I was just like, and, and I think because people knew, because I had videos of me boxing with Adam, who I had mentioned uh, was the spy uh, and, and I had posted a number of boxing videos. But as soon as they said, do you want to take part in this? I was like there is no way there's no chance that I'm actually gonna do something like that like I've broken my nose three times as a gymnast like I do not need another broken nose and so I I passed on the experience but I have to say I did love hearing about the training uh, about what it was like for these uh, female fighters to take part plus we learn a lot about the fight for a cure how it evolved and how it's raising hundreds of thousands of dollars for the Ottawa Regional Cancer Foundation so that was an interesting one it was very timely because that event was just happening but uh, it was uh, definitely one that was fun. If you're into boxing too, maybe you want to sign up for next year's battle. How Food Heals, Unites, and Fuels Us. Canada's top restauranter, Stephen Bechta, explains. This was like following a love story. I actually think we could have made a movie out of out of Stephen's life. Uh, if, for those of you who know uh, food and restaurants here in the city, uh, Bekta is one of the top rated restaurants. Um, but how Bekta became to be Bekta is fascinating, especially since this young kid was kind of escaping to bus in restaurants because he just wanted to get out of his broken home and how he followed love and food around the world, uh, following women and then heartbreak to Europe and back and to New York and back, uh, and how he sees food and how it does unite us and how we, we meet together. And uh, I just, I really... I really enjoyed it. It made me want to sit at his table and be served by him, you know, as much of it is as the sommelier in him. But I, I, I think it gives you a different perspective of how food and coming together at mealtimes really means something for a lot of people. Uh, from Stephen Bechtas, we moved on to Second Chances, New Truths, and Living Sober. And this was incredibly meaningful for me because it was a chance to sit and chat with a really good friend of mine, uh, Sean McCann. Many people would recognize Sean McCann from the Canadian supergroup uh, Great Big C. Uh, Sean left the group a number of years ago uh, when he was dealing with his addiction to alcohol. Uh, and that addiction was pretty much ma masking for so many years abuse that he faced as a child uh, by a priest. And so he is profoundly honest about how it happened and how the alcohol took kind of control of everything and how it almost ended his marriage and how difficult it really was to walk away from music and the band uh, and face the demons and the work that goes into it. So a lot of people recognize that they have an issue, but facing it and 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 facing the demons and facing your truth uh, is incredibly difficult. But he kind of walks you through it a little bit uh, and mentions where the roadblocks are and mentions where 
the points of, you know, feeling like you're coming through the clouds and finding the daylight and finding this brilliant light waiting for you. I thought it was really interesting. Plus, he brought Big Brown with him. Big Brown is his guitar. uh, And that's part of his storytelling because he's a big advocate now for mental health. He travels speaking and playing. But he brought the guitar with him. And he does play during the podcast. So if you liked his music, you can tune in for that. There's a couple of songs that pop in. Uh, One of the most meaningful songs was the one he wrote about coming clean uh, with the uh, the addiction and the day that kind of triggered it all uh so there's a lot of different things that are uh, mentioned in the podcast but it was really nice and um his wife andrea was waiting in the side room and it was kind of like after the you know you think about what it's like to talk about something like that for an hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes uh and he kind of needed after it was done to kind of just be held like was a, it was a pretty emotional one. We moved on to The Stepping Stones of Life uh, with uh, Stephanie Karlovitz. And she is kind of, we, we mentioned it like she was stepping stones. She was moving mountains. And she has done that through her fitness and uh, her perspective. And she is the founder of Epic Fitness and Lifestyle. But she talks about her life as a figure skater and being incredibly A-type personality and having the entrepreneurial mindset and kind of looking at how she's climbed mountains as kind of overcoming some of the obstacles and the barriers in her life and how she views health and fitness industry. She's definitely um, front thinking. Like she is thinking way ahead of just the typical go to the gym and lift weights, but about body movement and being one. Um, And I really enjoyed it. And I thought she was incredibly honest as well, especially as to how people need to be looking for trainers, what the trainers should be able to offer them as well. So a lot of information in that one. We then brought back another naturopathic doctor from NutriCam because everyone really loved these segments. And this is talking about IV therapy. So this is with Dr. Yusuf Siddiqui. And IV therapy has become kind of the newest it, you know, like kind of like when you're talking about what's popular and what's kind of coming out of LA kind of thing. People are using IV drip therapies there to uh, have a big night of partying and then be able to kind of liquidate themselves through IV. But this is about having IV as the way that you're intaking your medicine and your supplements and being able to have these injections of what it is and the hormones and the supplements that you need into the IV. So uh, his story is remarkable as well as many of them are and his kind of background and how he found medicine because it wasn't his first uh, option and he kind of went to school and did a ton of other things before becoming a naturopathic doctor but it talks about the evolution of where that type of medicine is going and how IV therapy is becoming uh, a much more mainstream uh, than what we've seen uh, in the last couple of years. Living beyond pain and discomfort with food intolerance and allergies. This is some great in- insight from nutritionist Shirley Plant. Uh, our podcast kind of went uh, into a she mentioned something really quickly off the top as to kind of where things, you know, she mentioned as she was talking that, you know, she lost her best friend to an accident when she was 17. And then she kind of kept going with it. And then I kind of was like, Shirley, can can you stop for a second and take us back a little bit? Because you just mentioned in a very quick passing what would be a life altering occurrence. And you skipped over it like it was nothing. And that's when I think the real story began um, as to what happened to her her body, um, her system, especially when we talk about digestive health, but kind of the impact that trauma has on a body and on the mindset and how it really triggered so much of what was going to happen after the events of when she was 17. And I think for any person who has had trauma or who has difficulties and who has um, intolerances and allergies and that the way you feel is just not the way you would like to feel. There was some really great stories um, and insight in terms of foods. She's very big on um, like raw, real like if if you're looking for recipes on how to be able to create some of the most obscure things, Shirley Plant will actually have them for you. And I actually met Shirley, just as a side note, on the show, but she was talking about ADHD and how food can shift and change things with kids with ADHD. And Andy, my daughter at the time, had just been diagnosed with them. She didn't have the hyperactivity, but she definitely had the ADD. Um, and 
we went and saw her and I was trying to figure out how to best keep her off of the medications because the medications were really changing her personality and making her really kind of morose and sad and had no appetite and wasn't sleeping and shifting the sugars and shifting the foods really made a huge impact. So I really, I was grateful for Shirley's insight and she shares some of that as well um, on the uh, podcast. Life, death, and the delicate balance in between. How Mountaineer Sean Dawson transformed his life. OMG. You're talking about a runaway kid. A kid who spent time in prison, juvie, in juvie for two years. um, Is hanging out with the wrong crowd. And literally some, some relationships with maybe some mentors who maybe wouldn't consider to be a mentor really kind of changed things. Sean, by the way, has been honored as one of the most amazing people in the city he has raised millions of dollars through his dream mountains foundation uh for a number of charities uh, around the world and especially here in the city he has climbed all seven summits of the world including everest and he was the eighth person to do so in the shortest amount of time he did it in under 10 years uh, in under two years so climbed all seven summits of the world in under two years time becoming the eighth person to be able to do that He talks about Everest. He talks about some of the excruciating climbs. He talks about a couple of life and death scenarios where at one point he didn't know if he was going to be making it off the mountain. So really quite the story. Um, And I think it will inspire anyone. Steph, I climbed Kilimanjaro when I did Kilimanjaro through Dream Mountain. So I have had that experience of being with Sean on a mountain. Um, And actually when the the podcast finished, it was almost like I wanted to sign up to be able to do another one. I, I realized just how much I missed being out there. Human Kinetics in Action. This was um, a podcast with Sarah Zahab. Uh, a lot of it going from pregnancy to rehab, understanding as a kinesiologist the functions of the body and how movement needs to be occurring. And I had done a lot of segments with Sarah um, for pre and postnatal because she'd done some amazing videos for pre and postnatal exercise. And especially when we talk about uh, the separation of the abdomen, which so many, the diastasis with so many women go through. So we had an opportunity to really discuss the prevention and um, how to be able to monitor what is happening uh, to the body. So rehab and pregnancy as uh, some main aspects to it. Understanding anxiety and stress and that there is a definite line between the two of what could be situational anxiety and what could be debilitating anxiety and what can be stress um so he was definitely quirky uh i was kind of like the the podcast gets going i'm like this is going to be interesting but i know a lot of people resonated with uh his story and uh and it had some interesting things for people who are dealing with it and also for those who love the person and the individual and to show compassion and I think it becomes about communication and compassion when people are dealing with um, this type of of, um, you know of stress or with debilitating anxiety so we hit on that as well a real heart to heart this is with Dr. Coutinho from the Ottawa Heart Institute this um, is definitely important women's heart health it is the number one killer Uh, For women, I know sometimes we assume that it's breast cancer, but it is in fact heart disease. And first of all, she's like brilliant. She's stunning. uh, And she's an amazing speaker. So I was just enthralled the entire time with her education, but also in the work that's being done at the Ottawa Heart Institute and the messaging that she is trying to get across uh, as to our heart health and what is being done, especially as it being the number one killer. But it is preventative. And so a lot of it went into preventative uh, information uh, and things that you can apply into the day-to-day. And then we get to fatherhood stress test and the NHL. So Ottawa Senator's general manager, Pierre Dorian, uh, came in. I was thrilled that he did so because, let's be honest, the last six months for him in the media has not been fun as he has gone through a number of very turbulent headlines, storylines, trades, uh, player dysfunction. Uh, Like over the summer, there was like six like headliners of situations that happened with the Ottawa Senators. And so it was a really tough time for him. But I think he was anxious. He was looking forward to talking about just life, um, how he grew up. His father was a scout. He grew up around the game of hockey. He 
traveled for most of his life watching and looking at and 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 finding the diamonds in the rough finding the right players for the nhl uh it was not the job he had never anticipated becoming a general manager for uh, a hockey organization so we talk about kind of his path and how it got there and i think it's really good for any parent who has a child in hockey i mean 0.001 percent of the population actually make it into the nhl and it's the perspective that he has on which kids who makes it why they make it um and so a really interesting outlook right there and so those are the ones that we had. And then we wrapped up uh, the year pretty much with the Ottawa Distress Center. I thought that this was um, a, a critical part of understanding what happens during the holidays. And the Distress Center is a, a, a huge part of what is available here in the city. Uh, Leslie Scott joined us. And it wasn't so much about the types of calls that are being made. Well, it was like this This podcast ap- applies to two separate audiences is one is the people that are in need and reaching out to make the call and on the other end the people who are there to be able to take the call and they have very two very different storylines and we hit on both of them I I think we hit on the brave people who make the calls when they're in desperate need of having a voice on the other line and then the understanding of who the people are on the other line their dedication to this volunteer work and the excruciating kind of line like what they have to go through to actually be able to be um, kind of certified to be able to take these calls because they're getting calls of so many different things. And so at this time of the year and for the holiday Christmas time when a lot of people could be out being social, but they're hibernating and are depressed and and aren't invited or aren't going through or feeling with the financial aspects of the holidays, it's really hit on everything. And I actually think it will probably inspire a lot of people to get onto the volunteer list uh, because there's so many things that are actually happening. So that brings us to, I think, the 2018 recap of Living Your Life with Leanne Lang. I can't believe I just did that. I can't, like I remember them all so vividly. And I remember that in each one, there was like an aha moment and something that kind of makes you apply it to your own life or to maybe apply it to someone that you know is going through something or information that you want to share with your loved ones or your friends or talk about around the the water cooler at work and so this has been the kind of the growth of the podcast and so if you like the guests if you want to hear more guests if there's information that you're looking for please let me know. Uh, Leanne at leannelang.com is my email. If you go to my website, there's a ton of information and please go to the website. There is a podcast section. You can find every single podcast on there and on any platform that you want. I have the links if you want to watch it on iTunes or on Google or on Spotify. It's all there and with the opportunity to watch it on YouTube. If you're watching this one, um, like honestly, I've been literally looking at it, like talking to myself, but it's not as fascinating as the other ones where I've actually had the guest in, but um, definitely been fun and just take the time to listen. And if you're listening, please share and like and comment. It is the only way that we're able to get this podcast to continue to grow. I hope you've had a good year. I hope it's been something that you can recollect and have some good moments. We all have some good and some bad moments and wishing you all the best for 2019 and um, I'm not going to start right off the bat with those New Year's resolutions. We are going to make it an attempt to be able to find a way each and every week to be able to make your life a little bit better with the information that we're providing. Um, Happy New Year everyone and we'll see you on the other side. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a Cash Kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.